0: Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back on a Tuesday morning, and my, what a morning it is. Considering that I just woke up and I had to wake up very early today because I know full well there's going to be voiceover work all day today. And I'm pretty much at the standpoint, I want to say standpoint, but I'm at the point in my life where I know that I want to go. Further, better, beyond, more in terms of what I'm doing. And as I said before, I got my logo built. I'm trying to incorporate that within my website. I'm trying to unveil a new look for the podcast. And, you know, things take time. Things take time. But I got my LinkedIn down pat. My voice website down pat. I pretty much have everything done because I'm trying to utilize the best of my ability to market myself even further. To put myself out there. And that's the main goal for me right now. I want to put myself more out there. Ensure that, you know, have other people recognize and know who the voice of Garcia is. My brand. That's me. You know, the comic book guy. The... You know, the, the guy that loves MMA, the guy that can kind of do it all, not really well, so to speak. <laughs> I do want to get into audiobooks and animation, but that's going to take another few months of training. So, we're going to see what happens. But overall, as I say before, every small victory for me is worth it. And I count this as a small victory. I really do, because it's only going to lead to something bigger, badder, better, better it's going to be awesome and i can't wait to see. Now, on to the episode. Why am i talk about myself so much? On to the episode. There's been a lot of backlash in terms of some people say that Black Widow has not lived up to its full potential and in some cases i agree. Now, am i going to say it's the huge dumpster fire? No, because there's been a lot of cases, a little bit, a lot of articles and a lot of people's opinions. And of course, you know, I should not focus on negativity and things like that. But hey, I look at both sides of the coin. I look at the other perspective. So I need to know in terms of what other people are saying. And I want to try to see what their point of view is. And it's not just Black Widow, Loki as well. I realized over the weekend, now that we don't have any more episodes of Loki, everything is finished. I realized over the weekend that the last time that I was here, I spent so much time praising Loki in terms of setting up the multiverse. But I failed to realize and I failed to distinguish that from the show as a whole. Because the show has its own flaws. Not so many like other people are turning out to be because I still enjoyed it. But the show still have its flaws. And I think for this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about... A couple of the major flaws, not only with Loki, but a little bit with Black Widow as well. Because, let's face it, their sales, their, um, Jesus. It's amazing on how much a movie that has been away for so long can just plummet the same way they did. And a lot of people want to blame the same thing. Oh, you know, they show it on Disney+. Plus, Okay, just like anything else. Just like Justice League, the Snyder Cut version. And that did very well. Oh, um, uh, it's it's too it it's it's against males or it's too feministic or whatever. And I'm like, okay, let's try to call a zebra zebra here. Let's try to dissect what the real reasons are. So in a way, that's trying that's in a way where I'm trying to get at the downsides, the downfalls of both Loki and Black Widow. And hopefully, who knows, maybe Marvel can actually learn. Maybe not, but maybe Marvel can actually learn from these little mistakes and actually improve themselves a lot better going forward. Because if you have to, you have to face facts here. And I'm trying my best to be objective in another standpoint. After the events of what happened in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, there is the sudden sense that the writing for these other shows have dipped a little bit a little bit but we're gonna talk about that soon all that plus our superhero quote of the day but first like we always do about this time let's get the shout outs out of the way shall we and I want to give a major shout out to Lucia Lobosvia today is her birthday What, what what day is it today June 19 20 oh my god I am so behind in the the days nowadays but You know, got to give my July people some support because I am a July guy. I'm a cancer. So, you know, all there is to it. And today is her birthday. Lucia Lobosvia. We were supposed to do a podcast last weekend. But considering that there was so much timing and so much going on with work and everything else, we just couldn't come to, you know, a particular day. But hopefully I can get her as a guest on the podcast very soon. As, you know, if you've already guessed, she has been the person that I've been talking about for a while now. And I have to say, if there is one person that I really, really want to see someone that can take over Tara Strong and a couple of the other actresses, the voice actresses that have played Catwoman in an animated TV series or an animated show or even a parody or whatever the case may be. I feel like she is the perfect one to do it because her knowledge and her passion for Batman directly supersedes, exceeds completely my expectations. And I don't think I've ever met someone who is a diehard Batman fanatic like she is. And hopefully I can get her on the podcast very soon so we can talk about that, talk about her voice acting career, talk about what views that she has on society. And I say this all the time. If she has a different point of view than I do, more power to you. More power to you. And... I definitely want to hear more in terms of what she has to say. So once again, I cannot recommend her enough. You could check her out on Twitter. Lucia Lobosvia. Happy, happy birthday. I hope you have a fantastic day if you're listening to this today. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into our episode, The Downfalls of Loki and Black Widow. That comes right in a bit. I love the fact that once I go into my recording, the lawnmower and the, you know, those blow stuff, the blowers just instantly goes off. And apparently that goes on almost every single morning, every time when I do a recording. Oh my God, the joys of being a voice actor. In any case, the downfalls of Loki and Black Widow. Now, I want to start off by saying I didn't think they were terrible. But I do think they were, they could have been way better than what they were. Now, quite frankly, I enjoyed Loki way more than Black Widow. But as I was talking about Black Widow when I gave my review last week, I was criticizing it for being a stepping stone. Being a a filler arc for future movies to take place. And the signs were already there. I expected, and I remember I watched a different reviewer called Filmento. Shout out to him, by the way. Filmento said that, in paraphrasing, this movie was basically a cheaper version of Jason Bourne. Now, it's no surprise that a lot of movies take inspirations and they sometimes use similar styles to other movies that came before it, i.e. Joker and Cruella. You know, and that's like an example I can think of off the top of my head right now. But it's no surprise that If Marvel was really trying to make Black Widow a spy thriller film, then they definitely dropped the ball a lot in terms of the huge potential of what it could be. You see, this movie, and as I said before, Black Widow doesn't even feel like the main character of her. She is the main character, yes, the main protagonist, I get it. But she doesn't feel, this movie doesn't feel like this movie is even about her. The similar to Loki, the show, and I rewatched the show. Don't get me wrong. I I somehow squeezed in the six episodes within the past few days. Cause I really, really wanted to dive down and deep down in terms of am I gonna have the same feelings as I did before? Like Black Widow, the show, I'm sorry, the movie was not really about her. The same way with Loki, the story wasn't really about him. It was a variation of him. It was about Sylvie, it was about Lady Loki. It was her narrative that drove the plot forward. It was her decisions. It was it was her instant plan to take down the T I'm going to say instant plan. It was her plan and her ideas to take down the TVA from the very beginning. Loki, up until episode 3, at the end of episode 3, he was pretty much along for the ride after episode 3. And I think episode 4 really... I believe it was episode four when everything just halted and they were traveling. They were trying to get out of the one of the worst apocalypses ever made. And it was their bonding moment. But it was an episode where I felt like, okay, this one felt like filler because it wasn't until episode five where things all of a sudden start to pick back up. And that's when the ending happened, when Loki got pruned, and then he met very other variations of Loki. So, in a way, that's what the writing, in a way, lacks. When you have a show, or a movie, or a book, or a story, that should be about a particular character, and you're titling it as that character's name, but the story is not really about them, that's when it kind of falls flat For me a little bit. For Black Widow. It was never about her. It was about her sister. It was about the other Black Widows. It was about you know. And I understand oh well it's Black Widow. And and they're Black Widows. But here's the thing once again. The story did not evolve around her. Nor did it really involve the other Black Widows. She was just. A secondary character. She was basically a supporting character. The same way Loki was a supporting character. In his own story. Another downfall that I saw is. what. Let's go back to Loki. I'm going to be switching back and forth. So please bear with me here. But I'm going to be switching back and forth. So there's another thing with Loki is. And this is something that I've. Even struggled with from the very first episode. The concept of. Destiny slash fate. Versus free will. Now. Loki has established from the very beginning that he is responsible for his own choices. But the writing and the narrative and the entire story structure is trying to make us go against that. If the writing is making us say or is making us think that nothing matters, that everything is predetermined, that is the timekeepers, or in this case, Kang the Conqueror, that he's the one that knows all, sees all, controls all, and basically have made you go down the road that you were meant to go down because he willed it so, then everything that has happened, and I said this before, everything that has happened previously, the Infinity Stone saga, Iron Man's sacrifice, the snap, Captain America with you know, being reunited with Peggy Carter. The Hulk completing his story arc with Bruce Banner. You got Thor, who moved his entire place from the destruction of Asgard. Everything. I can li- I can name a bunch of examples. Everything that has came to this point basically means shit. It doesn't mean anything. And I don't like the fact that this writing structure basically played with that concept back and forth when it shouldn't be that way. And I don't really think the ending of the show truly established that. I really don't think it did. And what I mean by establishment, well, if we're playing with the concept of free will versus destiny, then which one is it? Are we predetermined? Is everything we've chosen based on a higher power because he willed it so, the he who remains he willed it so, or are we responsible for our own choices because of free will and the show definitely played this back and forth where it was not really as linear as what it should be now, moving on to a criticism that I've been hearing there's been a lot of flack where people are saying, oh Loki turned way too fast you know, Loki Loki um, basically did a complete 180 and he turned way too fast because it was just a week ago that he was destroying New York City and he was fighting the Avengers and he had this hatred for Thor and he had all of this, this pent-up aggression and hatred going on towards everybody. Okay, I get it. I get it. But let's not forget from the first episode, after he realized, once again, that the Infinity Stones were just paperweights, And they basically weren't shit. His entire narrative, his his structure, his thinking process. Everything that he knew, his motivations, his desires, everything basically changed. It changed. And it wasn't until he saw the other variant, the other... I I, I, want to say present Loki, but it's not present Loki. It's like past Loki. The Infinity Saga Loki. When he saw the Infinity Saga Loki basically go through the hardships. Saw his mother die. Well, he didn't see his mother, but yeah, that, that type of Loki. When he saw that his mother has died. And he's bonding with Thor. And he's becoming, he's slowly becoming a hero. That's character development for himself. He was a, he was a villain turned anti-hero and now, in this case, he's a hero. And there's, no, and there's no issue with that. There's no problem with that whatsoever. And a lot of the criticism that I've been hearing is, oh, he turned way too fast. Remember, he didn't establish his character development until after he realized what his other variant has done. And when he saw his other variant died in Thanos' hands, that's when his entire perspective has changed. And sometimes that can happen to people. It really can. Sometimes we live an entire lifestyle thinking or doing what we think is right or what we want to do and then all of a sudden something just happens and it makes us completely switch. And let's not forget, let's not forget, it's more of this character development that happened after episode 3 when his main goal, his main objective was to overthrow the TVA and control it. So... I was about to say Sophie, my girlfriend's name, Sophie. Sylvie's main objective was to take it down. So it was only a matter of time before both of these perspectives clash. And then they would finally somehow uh, in some way work together. But it just so happened at the very end of the episode, the season six, the episode six, where that didn't happen and they kissed. So there's that. The thing is, it's pretty clear that after the Infinity Saga, the writing kind of dipped down a little bit for me. And when I say that, there seemed to be much more of a focus on moral messages. There seems to be a main focus on what's going on in the outside perspective. That you, that you truly have to think outside the box and relate it to what's going on in the real world. Case in point, we go back to Black Widow. If the movie really focused on the development of the little children that has been taken for recruitment as soldiers, as bloody assassins, that could have been an interesting movie by itself. Because we would see the hardships of what it's like to actually get recruited by a different organization and turn into professional killers. And I don't want to paint this as a narrative or as a negative perspective, but... Case in point here, how many people do you know, and I've dealt with this myself, how many people do you know get recruited by army, marines, soldiers, or whichever the case back then, not currently, but back then, and they are served to, they are, they are trained to serve their country, to fight the good fight, to do whatever they can, but then they never come back the same, not all of them, not all of them, but a good handful of them. They never come back the same PTSD, bipolar, depression. Sometimes they don't live a certain lifestyle the way they do anymore. If the movie focused on that. And actually delve into the hardships of the aftermath of what becoming a black widow, the negative consequences of becoming a black widow is. It could have been a way more fascinating film, at least to me. And I think at the end of the day, what I'm really trying to get at is the writing for the movie, the writing for these shows, the writing for WandaVision, the writing for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they seem to be focusing on these moral messages where it's like it's beating you over the head because One has to be political, and one has to focus on depression, and one has to focus on the human psyche, and one has to focus on, you know, self-worth and self cest which I have to admit, now that I'm complaining about it, there's nothing wrong with it, but at the end of the day, you have to come back around and make it to what you're supposed to make it for, the character itself. Their experiences, their stories. So, I know I'm talking. I know it may seem that I'm talking a lot of pish, but try to bear in with me on this. The shows after Infinity War and Endgame, the the entire Infinity Saga, the writing for me dipped down a little bit, just a bit, and I feel like it could be picked up way better. If they actually focus more on what the actual theme is about. If the theme is about friendship, if the theme is is about loss, if the theme is about tragedy, or it could be about trust, or anything along those lines, that's fine. That's awesome. But stop beating us over the head by trying to connect it to the political movements, or the feministic movements, or the... Anything that goes on currently in the real world. This, this woke culture. And I think that's what it comes back to at the end of the day. This woke culture that we need to have. Now, Loki doesn't experience that. Or at least not much it does. But when you take a character that was formidable. That was a force to be reckoned with. That was menacing. Conniving. All of those fancy words that I'm using. And you look at him from Avengers to the Thor movies and everything else and then he just basically becomes a part of slapstick humor or a side character in his own show or even someone that in a way has redeemed himself but not in the way where he's as menacing and formidable as he's supposed to be. Then we have a problem. Why is it that Black Widow suffers from this two five years too late, a movie that doesn't really revolve about her, but it's about her past life, which I have to say, if it was controlled by a different perspective, a different set of eyes, a different thinking process like the Russos or like John Favreau or whoever it is, it could have been way better it could have been way better but i want to hear what you have to say you know maybe maybe i'm going out of line maybe i should just appreciate the shows the way they are and hey i think about these things i'm a fan i'm a fan and at the end of the day we got what we got nothing is perfect except some things nothing is perfect and i take in the good with the bad but I will say, despite the flaws of Loki, I did enjoy it. And I would watch it again. Black Widow, not so much. Wand Vision, yes, except the last episode. Falcon and Winter Soldier, god damn, that shit just felt rushed. That shit just felt rushed. It's going to be very interesting to see what the next movie is going to be. And I believe it, if members served me correctly, it will be Shang-Chi and... You know, The Legend of the Ten Rings. I believe it's going to be that film. We'll see how that plans out. We'll see. And that's all there is to it. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said before, and maybe there's a lot of things that I said that you disagree with me on. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, and you want to, you know, hit me up. You want to go against me. Maybe you want to be on the podcast as well. And we can actually have a debate about this because chances are people are going to be complaining about this for a while. And as I said, hit me up, Voice of Garcia, Twitter, Instagram. You can hit me up on my website. If that's not enough for you, join our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics. You can post anything you want, any upcoming projects, any art, anything you want. As long as you keep it respectful and keep it clean. All bets are off. All bets are off. That's how it's supposed to be. There is one thing that I do want to say, though. And now that I think about it, I kind of want to get this point across for Black Widow. Do I think that this movie failed as badly as it did? No. But there is a reason in terms of why... I don't think it did as good as in the box office as it's supposed to be. And once again, you can chalk it up to filler. You can chalk it up to a stepping stone. You can chalk it up to all the reasons that I said before. At the end of the day, if it doesn't go into the hands of competent writers and directors, someone with strong credibility, your movie is bound to fail. This has nothing to do... With a female lead movie. Because let's face it. There were constant film movies. That were female led back in the past. That were really really good. That I actually enjoyed a lot. You know. And I can name a few off the top of my head. Kill Bill Quentin Tarantino. The Underworld movies. Resident Evil movies. Except for the last ones. Because the last ones felt rushed and lazy. Alien and Aliens. And the thing about Alien is. You didn't really know who the main character was until like maybe more than halfway of the film. I can classify that as a feministic movie, but it doesn't treat itself like like a feministic movie. I feel like filmers, filmmakers, writers, and directors, and producers, they have to look at what worked in the past and either copy it, make it better, or improve upon it And not focus on the woke, cancel culture, morality stuff that's going on in the outside world. You have your own. If you have your own story, focus in on your own story. Stop trying to compare it to other things like this. If you have moral messages, fine. But stop beating us over the head with it. Because people are going to roll their eyes and they're going to be like, Yep. This is classic Marvel, this is what they do, and we just have to deal with it. And if you think that hiding behind your jokes, your MCU jokes, or your whatever good things that can happen in an MCU can actually make it better, you're playing with fire. You're definitely playing with fire. In any case, let's go into our superhero quote of the day because I've talked so much about this as it is. And this one is from The Hero of Tomorrow. Superman, you are much stronger than you think you are. Trust me. And my reaction to that is, believe in yourself, do what you do, and you'll go farther than anything else. Guys, have a great day today. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about on the next episode since there's really nothing much going on. But in the world of comic book news, whether it's games, movies, shows, whatever the case may be, I know full well that if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.